This is Jewish Board Talk with Sharif Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. Muhammad Ali famously noted that to do well in boxing, you have to float like a butterfly and sting like a bee. I've often wondered what it is like to be in a boxing ring facing an opponent where one of the other view is expected to get knocked out. I'm really fortunate to have with me now former professional boxer Mbulelu Transvaal, who has opened a boxing academy gym in Ravonia called Slow Poison. Mbulelu, welcome and thank you so much for joining me. Thanks so much for the opportunity, Sherry. Thanks so much. Appreciate your time. So you have a gym in Ravonia. It's called Slow Poison, and we'll get to why it's called Slow Poison in a moment. And of course, we're not mentioning any names, but you have been training some of our most respected and admired rabbis. So I thought just before we go into that, what is it like being a professional boxer? How did you get into it? I got into boxing only because I couldn't play soccer, which was the sporting code that everybody was participating in. You know, in the township, boys are only playing soccer. And for a young boy that I was at the time, it's so frustrating when you don't feel like you are fitting in what everybody is doing. So it frustrates. And then as a kid, I don't think I wanted to... Be, end up doing nothing i had to find something so that you know for the full feeling that i'm not as useless as because in soccer i was totally useless but then now if you are only judged in one thing you'll end up thinking you are useless unless or until you find something else that you can realize that perhaps you have something in you that's how i ended up in boxing and to become a professional boxer must take a lot of discipline what is the road it takes a lot of discipline uh, it took me a while even for to realize that actually we were boxing as a club with amateurs you are in a team when i realized that actually you it looks like you are in a team but every man stands in the ring in front of his opponent on his own then i realized actually this is an individual sport apart from it looking like a club sport so i realized that i had to put everything i had especially when i turned professional because i had to make it or just quit the sport of boxing becoming a professional boxer is it only a very specific time because i know you've got to be a certain weight and possibly you know definitely a certain fitness how does it work is it just something that is for just a short period of time from the amateur ranks depends on how many fights you must have done then we go through tests when you want to turn professional and it's a personal choice that when you feel that it's time to turn professional you turn pro now what determines the weight when you're looking at the guys at a certain weight class when i was coming from amateurs i was fighting at 61 when i look at the guys that were weighing 61 kgs they were big and then i'm a short man so i had to work on my weight and then i started fighting at 57 kgs I was smaller than what is known as lightweight. I was a featherweight. It's smaller than the lightweight. So what determines the weights is the opponents, the size of the opponents you're going to face. So I had to work on my weight and then I fell into, into the class of the featherweights, which is a 57 kgs. And the weight, it's a big thing in boxing. How much you weigh determines the size of you and the size of the opponent. We do not match the boxers by age or so. Which kind of makes sense because you, you're literally, you know, swapping blow for blow. 
How did you get the name Slow Poison? When I turned pro, the ring announcer asked me, what is your nickname? I had to think quick. I said, since I was being called somebody with a big head, I said to him, I'm big head. My trainer said, no, no, what nonsense is that? I said, yeah, I have a big head, so what? Then <laughs> they wrote that, that was my first um, uh, professional fight. When I fought, my trainer said to me, no, 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 no. The way you fought, you are a slow poison. Because how you chopped your man, you just ate him bit by bit, and then until he collapsed. So that's how I became slow poison. You know, that was a style of fighting. I would hate to have to, um, with that story, uh, go against you in a, in a boxing ring, uh, Mulelo. But having said that, what is it like standing in a ring, knowing that ultimately one of you is going to be knocked out? There's too much anxiety going on. There, you go through a tremendous level of fear. When we are boxers in the changing rooms, you'd notice that there are times that you find a boxer shaking so much that it's difficult for one to stand straight because you look at the knees, the knees, we shake so much, we go through too much fear before you stand in that ring. There's a fear you deal with. By the time you go step in front of that man, you are worried about the people that are watching, you're worried about getting knocked down, you're worried about everything until the first two punches that land on your face then you start realizing i'm in it now then i have to throw everything <laughs> technique is obviously very important it's weight it's technique but it's it's mental preparation as well i mean there's a whole lot that goes into it. especially it's more of a mental mental thing because in a sport of boxing if you get angry when you are fighting you won't know what you're doing you won't see what you're doing you, you you have to calm yourself down even before before you step in that ring how you deal with that fear of standing there you have to manage your fear you have to talk to yourself that sometimes i used to console myself and say i'm not going to fight those people that are watching i'm going to fight one man so i have to psychologically work on it how you deal in the fight you have to your mind must be there your mind must be fully conditioned because if your mind is, is not there, you are just an empty bottle that will be standing in front of that man. And that is dangerous in boxing. Malela, now offered boxing training and a gym. And the reality is you can get all the skills that you've spoken about without physically ha having to get hurt, without physically having to actually A, hit somebody or B, even worse, being hit yourself. So what do you hope to gain with your gym? What do you hope, what skills are you imparting? Right now, when I'm retired as a professional boxer, what, all I'm doing now is sharing the skill. Sharing the skill and at the same time, working on what I've been noticing with people. It is easy for people to give up and say, I cannot do this. Then I'm, you know, I'm off this. When I give people skipping ropes, some they say, I cannot do it. So mine is to make sure that there's nothing that one gives up on because I did not give up on myself. When I couldn't play soccer, I had to find something to fit in. When I found boxing was difficult to manage to do it at all. Costs. So I, what I'm trying to do right now is to instill such, you know, mind power with people that if you have somebody who dedicates his time to teach you, you can learn anything to master it. Malila, I was surprised to learn that actually boxing is very good for small kids. And 
I think I was surprised because I, my in, initial ideas of boxing was violence. <laughs> Yeah. But actually, it's it's not. And for young children, it's an excellent skill for boys and girls. Would you agree? From my 14 years experience, I've trained people of all ages, people of all race and gender. I've realized it's good to, to build kids and develop them in into the sport of boxing. I've trained adults for boxing fitness. I've trained women for, you know, people do it for various purposes. And then part of it, especially with kids, you have to be giving them counseling. You have to be also working on their mindsets that, like for example, me personally, when I learned to box, when I could box, I love fighting only in the ring. I just don't like fighting. I don't like even when I'm watching, seeing people fighting physically, I don't like that. And then now when I deal with kids, I teach them that it is the tool with which you can use it this way, but you can defend yourself, be confident. And when you are confident, there's no need to fight. People who love fighting, it's people that always have a problem with themselves. Now, when you know you can fight, there is no point of fighting. When I know I could fight, I, I didn't like fighting, but inside the ring, I love that fighting. But outside the ring, I'm a well-disciplined somebody. So I'm sharing even that, with, especially with kids, that the more you do this, you may be tempted wanting to be a bully, but boxing is not that. Boxing is just a sport and it ends there. If anybody would like to be in touch with you to learn more about the sport, and, and you know, it's good for the mind. It's also really, really, really good for the body. I mean, it's an excellent form of exercise. My gym is the Morningside Shopping Center. It's on uh, Corner Rivonia Road and uh, Outspin Road. My numbers, it's 79 216-3243 and I encourage people just to come and try it. Uh, it's not as what it's been known as a, a tool for violence. It's not that. People are doing it for fitness. People are doing it to, for weight loss, for weight management. And most of the time, in my experience, people I've dealt with it's people that are doing it for such optimal reasons. Some are doing it for swimming. Boxing is good for swimming. Box, I've, I've trained golfers, boxing. I've trained rugby players that went to the last, the, the last World Cup. I trained three players from the Springbok in boxing. So it's done for various reasons. But fighting, violence, not for boxing. Mbulelele, thank you so much for joining me and, and giving some insight into the world of boxing. Um, I, I enjoyed the conversation. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time. That was Mbulelu Transvaal, who has a gym, Slow Poison Boxing Academy in Rivonia.